Hi friends, welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We love being encouraged to live out our faith in Jesus by hearing the stories of women in our church community. We are so glad that you're here. To some, surrender sounds freeing, while to others, it sounds scary. Either way, it's an invitation that's worth accepting. Shamira Leonard and Brooke Seal delve into the goodness of surrender, as well as, to use their words, how gnarly it can be. And it is gnarly at times. You will love hearing the wisdom and stories of these two work BFFs. Here's our conversation. Hi, I'm Kathy. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. I've been sitting here laughing off mic with Brooke Seal and Shamira Leonard, and we are friends in real life and going to be friends for a little bit as we chat on this episode. And I am so excited that they are here and joining me for this conversation today. Both of them are active, godly women here at Christ Chapel, and I'm excited to hear their wisdom and their life stories about the topic of surrender. Before we get started on that topic, though, we start each episode by asking everyone, what is a small thing that has brought you joy lately? So, Sham, I'd like to start with you. Yeah, I. Uh, this actually happened this morning. Life has just been really crazy work-wise and just like personally. Um, summers are just working in youth ministry with camps and mission trips. Very just busy. <laughs> happened to be just a little crazy. And so... Um, I, my love language is like slow mornings and I haven't had a slow morning and I cannot tell you the last time. And I just texted my boss this morning and I was just like, Hey, I just need a morning to just move slowly, drink my coffee. I went on a walk and my friend has encouraged me to start walking with my cup of coffee. So I don't, I move slower. So it's like not sloshing around in the mud, oh, in the mud. That's a great idea. I did that this morning. I went on a walk with my coffee and just moved slow throughout the morning. And it was just really, really refreshing to not feel like I had to like rush out the door to get to a meeting, to get to something else, to keep moving on. I was just like, oh, I got to move slow this morning. And that brought me a lot of joy. I love that. That's, That's really a great nice. idea. Does your coffee make a good companion on your walk? <laughs> it does, but then it got a little cold. Yeah, you know? so that was the only bummer with the mug thing. But I, I get sure. the sentiment. Tumblr next know? time. Also, Kathy, I thought you were going to say we're um, friends in real life and friends forever, and that was going to bring me joy, but you didn't <laughs> oh, say that. Oh, but she so. didn't. And you my joy is you feel gone. better if I just say <laughs> it. My, my joy is gone. <laughs> yeah, we are friends forever. <laughs> Man, I got to restart. Reset. Uh, <laughs> um, I I could answer I think with 10 things I think it just you know depends on the day I will say we um I just got back from spending some time in Mississippi that's where I'm from and where my family is they have not um I have not wooed them to move to Texas yet despite my best still efforts. working on it still working on it and holding out hope until the Lord returns but uh, <laughs> um, my family is really important to me and so I got to spend some good quality time with them and that always just fills my tank so mm-hmm. really grateful for them and yeah they just people can tell when I come back from being home one because my accent is thicker and two because I like look lighter and I just walk around I said that to you a this little morning my she step. does yeah. I was you like, did hey, yeah, I was home. Yeah. and people are like and the opposite happens if I'm a little grouchy. They're like, when's the last time you went home? And I'm like, all right, that's a personal <laughs> question. And you need to not ask that. Uh, but yeah, being good, sweet, restful time at home uh, has brought me a lot of joy. I love that. Well, we are going to talk today about surrender. And actually, to give credit where credit is due, this is Shamira's idea to talk about. And so, Shamira, I'm going to maybe ask you to open it up because when you say the word surrender to different ones of us, a different idea may come to mind. Mm -hmm. So when you said, hey, I think I'd like to talk about surrender, what did you mean by that? Tell me about what surrender means for you. Yeah, I think uh, it was funny when we, I think like you were saying, when we were talking about like potential podcasts, like discussions we could have, I don't know, the Lord has just been really teaching me a lot in my personal walk with the Lord of like what surrender looks like and how in this season, maybe all my life, I've struggled with surrender. And so Mm. for me, it's been a lot of learning of like surrender looks like just really yielding control Mm. and like power. Um, and just acknowledging that like 
as much as I may think or want to be in control, that I'm not in control and just giving over, giving that over to the Lord has just been really pivotal in my walk in this season with Him of like learning that. Hmm. I think it's, I think um, when I got roped into doing this, uh, because we are friends in real life, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to talk about something I'm bad at. That's, <laughs> you were I've been not. on here before and I got to talk about some stuff I was kind of good at. And now I'm like, oh, this is you not really. You were not bad at uh, <laughs> But Shamira and I were chatting about it and I made a comment to her and I think we'll flesh this out even in this conversation. Um, and I hope it's a blessing to people as they hear it. Um, I think it's really easy to talk about all these spiritual concepts in kind of a big picture way of like, oh, well, you just need to give that to the Lord and you need right. to surrender or you need to do this or do that. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's great, but that's really unempathetic unimp- advice sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in if you've been walking with Jesus for a while or you've been around church and you know the vena- vernacular, mm-hmm. you can either, you know, you know the words to say. And you might even think you're surrendering, for example, right. but you're not. But it's all, it has to be this active daily thing. You don't just check the box of, okay, I surrendered to this really big life decision. Okay, that's surrender for a little mm-hmm. bit in this season. And it's like, no, surrender is, at least how I've seen it play out in my life, has been moment by moment, day mm-hmm. by day. The Lord has that. And it's not always super tangible of, oh, I gave up that job opportunity or, mm-hmm. oh, I said no to that relationship. It's, oh, I have to surrender pride and expectations. Mm-hmm. I have to surrender um, capacity, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. I don't want to get ahead of us, but I I was excited to get to participate in this because I was like, oh, I think there's two kind of schools of thoughts of, mm-hmm. oh, what is surrender? Is it these big picture kind of heavy topics? Mm-hmm. But um, And I think it is, but I think you got to get into the weeds on Um, what it looks like in your day-to-day life. Yeah, and I think in my context where the Lord, I think, is drawing me out of is really like letting go of my plans (laughs) and my like thought of like what presently should happen in my life and also in the future what should happen and like to seek His and almost to eagerly seek His of like, Mm. man, Lord, if even if like my life today or tomorrow or the next couple of months don't look like how I exactly planned it. Cause I feel like you have some planners listening on this podcast and y'all are my people. <laughs> and maybe some sitting here. Yeah. And maybe some sitting <laughs> here. Like, Mike. did I manuscript this entire I'm thing? Absolutely. Shim <laughs> <laughs> and I got the plan for you. <laughs> yeah. Just talk to me. But I think if you're more of like my personality type as a listener, um, that can, that sweet personality trait can kind of bleed into your like spiritual walk. Um, and so learning how to let go of those plans and to eagerly seek the Lord is mm. just, it's a tension point. Like you were saying, like mm-hmm. I, I've not arrived by any means of anything. This is a podcast episode where I'm like, I'm in the trenches with you, sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So one thing that I really liked about, Shamara, the way you defined it is yielding power control. And for me, one of the things that struck me when I heard you say that was, who am I surrendering it to? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. I surrender, I can surrender to my own sin. I can Mm -hmm. surrender to what other people think about. I can... I can give control to a variety of things. And for me, as I've been thinking about this idea of surrender that you brought up, it's I'm surrendering to God. Mm-hmm. And that to me is where the hope of surrender comes. Mm-hmm. And at least for me is some of the why of surrender, because I'm surrendering to someone who is better at all the things than me mm-hmm. and is good. And mm-hmm. so for me, at least that began to kind of turn into my brain of why does surrender even matter so much? Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear from y'all clearly, not just how you would define surrender, but why does it even matter that we live a surrendered life? Mm. That's a great question. I think um, I think how I would begin to even process that, I think for me, I've seen it um, even going off of that definition. Um, I think, too, the cool thing about the Lord, there's a lot, but a couple of things that come to mind in this conversation are, one, He's kind and relational. Like, think about it. If, if you're a believer, your entire belief system, your whole theology is based really on one relationship, your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That blows my mind. So why isn't everything in our faith thought through the lens of relationship? And I think surrender is a great place to start mm-hmm. because in your relationship with Jesus, whether or not you realize it, when you say yes to Jesus, you are surrendering your way of doing things. Like surrender is to yield 
power and control. It's to give up my way, um, my desire, my, you know, um, what I know, what I think is right. If it is in contrast to what the Lord has laid out, I've got to surrender that. And I've, I've seen the Lord time and time again. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about different stories and, and things from our lives that illustrate it a little more tangibly, but I've seen it time and time again. I've never given up something that the Lord didn't return in tenfold or in his kindness um, show me eventually like why I gave that up or how he used it. Um, and I'm not even entitled to that part of surrender is also <laughs> giving up understanding. Um, mm-hmm. And I've just seen the Lord every time I've given up my way and chosen his, it has, it's blessed me and taken care of me. And I, I always have this picture in my brain when I think of surrender of, um, I heard a pastor use this illustration one time. Um, God in his kindness gives you things mm-hmm. or allows you to have things, but he might ask you to give them up. Or if you, if something becomes an idol or is unhealthy and is leading you down the wrong path, God's going to ask you to, to let that go, to drop it, or to even give something to him. And come think about it like something is in the palm of your hand and you're holding your hand open. And you've, when you don't surrender, you've closed your fist around whatever is in the palm of your hand. So you've made a tight fist over it and you're not giving it up. And you're like, I will not, I'm not going to give you this relationship. I'm not going to give you this, this job or this amount of money. I'm not going to give you um, this proximity to my family. I'm not, whatever it is. Um, and God's invites you. He doesn't start out with um, an impersonal demand. He asks, he says, hey, will you give that to me? Hey, will you will you come sit with me and just let that get out of the way? And if you leave your fist closed over it, in his kindness and love, if it's something he really needs you to step away from, mm-hmm. he's going to pry your hand open one finger at a time. Um, and a pastor used that illustration once, and it just really stuck with me. And I've seen that in my life, too. When I've failed to surrender things, God has so lovingly and kindly over time and as gently as he could pried my hand open. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have lots of stories of that. Um, but yeah, I think surrender is important to think about. I think your relationship with Jesus should should impact every aspect of your life. Right. Like you should think about everything totally different, mm-hmm. um, which surrender really is the crux of our faith, I guess, when you think about mm-hmm. it like that. Because like I said, when you give your life to Jesus, that's it. Like it's not yours anymore. Right. Like I'm sorry, friend, if that's the first time you've been told that explicitly, you're not in charge. <laughs> right. It's not yours. Right. And I think the beauty of surrender, too, is that letting go of like plans, expectations, um, even like a sense of entitlement. But in the Mm. letting go of that, I think I've learned where I'm placing my hope. Yeah. Like my hope is being placed in this plan coming to fruition, my plan coming to fruition, mm-hmm. um, the comfort maybe of finances or the comfort of this title and a job. But the beauty, I think, like you were saying, of like the gospel and like knowing the Lord and and spending time with Him and meditating on His Word is just we learn His character and mm. we learn just how faithful the Lord is and how consistent He is and in the surrendering and in the letting go of my expectations and my plans, I know that I have hope, not in my plans, not mm-hmm. in those expectations, but I have a hope that is everlasting because I have a hope mm-hmm. in the Lord, in the gospel. And I think that in that aspect of surrender brings you peace mm-hmm. of like, hey, Lord, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know what this is going to look like. I know the doctors are saying X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, you know, people are saying A, B, and C, but man, like I can still hope and know that if I know how this story ends, period, even if it doesn't end exactly how I outlined it. Mm-hmm. Such great thoughts. Do y'all have any other thoughts on why we need to live a surrendered life? Why that's so important? Mm. I, something I'm learning in this season. Um, I'm painfully self-aware. That's what I joke with people. Uh, <laughs> and my sweet, sweet biblical counselor who I who I see consistently, she told me um, not that long ago, she said, you know, bro, you're way more sensitive than you think you are. And I got very upset. <laughs> and uh, disagreed with her. Um, but she very lovingly, um, I went to her because I was battling some really severe um, short-term, praise God, anxiety. I was just really, really anxious. It was manifesting physically. And that had never happened to me before. And it really threw me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was unpacking it with my counselor and we were chatting and she goes, you know, Brooke, um, humanity is different than sin. You have human limits that are not sinful. Um, and God has created you to depend on him. And I think you're labeling your dependence on him as sinful or something to be ashamed of. And so that's something I've been walking in recently, even in the context of surrender of I've got to surrender my independence. Like I've Mm got to lay it down and not begrudgingly. Like I get to worship and rejoice that I'm dependent. Like God made us dependent beings. If you look in Genesis before sin enters the world, um, God had relationship with Adam and Eve and they depended on him and they had limits. They had to eat and sleep. They had to, I even think, you know, we think about, oh, they got to name the animals and they got to do all these things. It's like, yeah, because they needed to keep up with it. Like, you know, like, hey, you come here. Like, we're so prideful. It's like, oh, I want to name something. It's like, no, that that was just their labeling system, you know? And I, I, that's funny, I guess, but I've just been thinking a ton about, I've got to surrender my independence and how sweet and kind is it that God made us dependent? And I think how that links to surrender specifically is if I actually, I ask women this all the time when I'm hanging out with them and we're talking about the Lord and I have people that speak into my life, hold me accountable in this way, um, is if I'm, if I really do believe it and not just know it, do you know it or do you believe it? And if I really believe I'm dependent on the Lord, I'm going to set up some parameters in my life that help me depend on Him more mm-hmm. and depend on His way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to rest well, and I'm going to be in the Word, and I'm going to worship, and I'm going to confess and repent, and I'm going to do all these things that with my actions, not just my words, I'm proclaiming that I'm dependent on God. Mm-hmm. So I've got to surrender my anonymity. Like mm-hmm. I've got to give up getting to do it my way or by myself, and I've got to surrender to the limits that God in His kindness actually bestowed onto me. I have limited mental capacity. I have limited energy. I have limited time. I have I have some really cool gifts that God's entrusted me. There are gifts I don't have, and that's a limit. All of these things are limits that God allows to take hold in my life to remind me, because I'm stubborn and I'm quick to forget, that He made me to depend on Him. Mm-hmm. And only in full surrender to Him and dependence on Him is fullness of hope and joy and life found and i that's something i've just been learning and meditating on a lot in this you know over the summer mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and i think kind of piggybacking off of that is the lord's teach me a lot of like how i posture my surrender because mm. i think sometimes i mean we've all been there grocery store restaurant this sweet toddler next to you <laughs> cannot get the piece of candy, the coloring page, whatever, and just loses it. Loses his or hers everlasting mind, and like tantrum ensues. <laughs> Parents are like, "Please get me out of here." They're like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> right, right, right. Like, let's just pick up the child and go. And I think sometimes, like spiritually, I can look like that with the Lord when mm. I don't get what I want, yeah. and. The Lord, I think, is teaching me just a lot about my posture when I'm surrendering to Him. When I'm meditating on, like, man, God is sovereign. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I may be surprised by the situation, these test results, or whatever, um, when I posture myself and my surrender more easily, when I think about His sovereignty, that He is completely sovereign, He's infinite in wisdom, and He's so perfect in love, Mm -hmm. that, I think, Meditating on his character allows me to let loose and let mm-hmm. go of those things that I need to surrender and joyfully sometimes yeah. do it and sometimes not. And I think in yeah. those times where it's harder for me, like you were saying with the fist, to like mm-hmm. keep a closed fist and I he pries my fingers open and I end up surrendering. And I think God is honored in that as well. But like mm-hmm. I want to be known as, you know, a wife and a believer and a daughter of Christ mm-hmm. who joyfully surrenders to the Lord because I know ultimately like that is mm-hmm. where the joy is found. Yeah. Even and Kathy mentioned this a moment ago. It might have been a couple questions back, but Kathy mentioned, you know, we're giving control to the one who is worthy of it, quote unquote, right. giving it. It's it. Control is a myth. Right. Friend, if you think Bro. you're running the show, I love you. You're not. God is hilarious. He has a sense of humor. And I fall for it all the time. Like, I am not in charge, and neither are you. And that is a good thing. And I think it that is such a radical, if we really lived in total surrender, the unbelieving world that saw us would not know what to do with us. It would blow their mind. I think that's one way that the church 
you know, the universal body of all believers. I think if if the church really did live in full surrender, the world would look different. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't need to woo my boss to convince me of anything. And I don't right. need to be out here making moves to go on this date or get this raise. Or I don't need to, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think, I don't know. I just, I catch myself all the time in in the smallest of ways trying to manipulate situations or or I spin myself out in anxiousness and worry about something that I know I don't have control over, mm-hmm. but I'm anxious even about the lack of control. But if I mm-hmm. really did live just at, at peace and, and all of these things, how much mm-hmm. would that say about the God I say I believe in? Because mm-hmm. what does my anxiety say about my God? Right. Um, you know, what does that lack of surrender say? Um, and so I think that's, you know, that's a thought worth meditating on too of you know what does my surrender say about my god or my lack thereof mm-hmm. i love that y'all have connected really the idea of surrender independence mm-hmm. not independence surrender and a n d dependence <laughs> yep on god clarity is my, good i know it ran, to, it ran together <laughs> so i thought well i'll repeat that I just don't know that I've ever heard someone talk when they speak about surrender. It almost feels like this letting go. And in Mm -hmm. some sense, it's Mm -hmm. letting go of some things, but it's to cling to something else or Mm -hmm. to be clung to by God. And I love that idea of surrender feeling free but safe Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you are dependent and invited into Mm -hmm. the dependence on this Mm -hmm. God of the universe that you've been talking about. Mm -hmm. So... I know that we can all sit here in an air-conditioned room around a table with mics and say, (laughs) that's for sure. Surrender's great. Dependence on God is awesome. And it is. But we could walk out of here and all be met in three minutes with something Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. will feel very painful. Mm -hmm. And that we have to wrestle through Mm -hmm. the reality of surrendering. Mm -hmm. Because... It is a struggle, and even though we fully believe in it, we believe in everything we've said to this part, we acknowledge the process is hard. And so, why do we struggle so much with surrender, and would you be willing to invite us into any stories in your Mm. life to walk us through what did that battle look like, both Mm. in the pain of it and in the the good of it? Mm. Surrender is gnarly. It's yeah. not fun. I <laughs> Yeah, once again, we're not the pros. We're like, no. we are in the weeds. Uh, <laughs> and I'm glad Kathy gave that caveat. Hear me say, too, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, they've got it figured out. And we I, don't. I just need to get over it and slap a bayonet on it. No. Surrender is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you do once, even in a specific situation. Like, there are certain things I have to still, parts of my story and my past that I still have to interact with through the lens of surrendering it to the Lord. Um, And it's not easy. And I do it with, you know, gritted teeth sometimes, literally. I'm not talking metaphorically. Like, there have been, even recently, there have been things that I've been angered or frustrated by and and even um, a little disillusioned with the Lord, which is is not because of Him. It's because of me. But um, even just to give you an example, um, I have several. I got to just sit and pray through even this topic and just thinking of kind of that theme throughout my life. Um, I think there are different categories of it, but um, one, since I mentioned my family at the top, that's probably the easiest one to connect right now. Um, When I, so I grew up um, in a really tight knit uh, Christian family and they're awesome. I just think the world of my family. They know and love Jesus and they make me laugh and they call out my sin and they, um, make me better. And they're just, they're just good people. And they look a lot like the Lord. Um, and they're very life-giving to be around. I feel very tight-knit to my family. Um, and like I mentioned, um, they're all in Mississippi, where I'm from and where I grew up. And I live here in Fort Worth, Texas, where I have a very, very, very full-time job and a life and a friend group and all of these wonderful things. And so um, I don't get to see my family that much. I don't have physical proximity to them. Um, it takes a lot of effort and time to spend good time with them. And it's um, a sacrifice, honestly. Um, and I I remember when I was in undergrad, I went to college not too far from where I grew up. And so I got to see my family consistently. It was an easy weekend drive and things like that. Um, and I remember when I was looking into going, um, I got to go to seminary, which is actually what brought me to Fort Worth. Um, to study, I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to go to school, but then I'm going to come right back home. 
I'm going to get my degree as fast as possible. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to take as many hours as they'll let me. I'm going to keep my head down and I'm just going to go to school and I'm going to do nothing but school. I'm going to go to school as fast as possible. I'm going to move right back home. And the Lord clearly, almost, you know, a decade later, um, had very different plans. I have not lived in physical proximity to my family since I came to school. Um, and there's a nor- another story there. When I was um, choosing what seminary to go to, mm-hmm. I, um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, who helped raise me and is a huge part of my story. If you know me and you're hearing this, you've definitely heard parts of this. Um, and if you don't, please slide in my DMs. Let's have a chat. I'll buy the coffee. Not the DMs. Um, slide in the DMs. No, do it. Do it. It'll be in the show notes. You just help yourself. Uh, but I remember um, my grandmother that helped raise me, she got really sick. She was diagnosed with a terminal illness um, my sophomore year of college and very quickly moved in with my parents so that they could care for her full time. And I went home the summer between my sophomore and junior year to help care for her. And when I was looking into seminaries, I started looking into seminaries as a junior. And I was thinking, oh, I've got this in the bag. This is hard and this is sad and I don't really want to deal with it. So I'll just help take care of Gran. And I I know the Lord's kind of putting a, a couple of schools on my short list. Nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay close to home. I'm going to take care of Gran. And I'm going to stay in this little bubble. I can kind of predict what's going to happen regardless of what happens with Grant's diagnosis, kind of other areas of my life. I felt like I had a pretty good grasp on. And I remember just being really discontent in that season with all the schools I was looking into. And then my grandmother died. Mm -hmm. And I remember when she died, um, which was a, a lot to process. And there's plenty of surrender there too, honestly. But I remember the Lord almost almost out loud, like so clearly through the Holy Spirit, the Lord spoke to me and he's like, hey, that was an excuse. And that was, that was you trying to have some control. And that's not yours. That that's mine. And grand's fine. And you need to do what I'm telling you to do. And he was telling me to go to school away from my family, Mm. which is not something I wanted to do. And he did. And I, I did it. I said yes and moved to Fort Worth and went to school. And the Lord used that time to radically change my life from the inside out in a lot of ways that we don't have time to talk about. But um, that's a very flyover version. But I hope that is at least an illustration of, you know, plans are a huge area where you can give up and surrender to the Lord. And even we've hinted at this expectations of, mm-hmm. I had a plan and it was a good one. Was I was, was going to take good care of my family. It was color-coded. I probably <laughs> had a good job lined out, lined up. I, I was going to be humble and servant hearted. I was putting others first, but because it wasn't what the Lord wanted, it wasn't the right thing. And I think that's the thing too. I think with surrender, it's like, Oh, God's only going to ask me to give up hard or bad things. Nope. Mm-hmm. God has called me away from plenty of good, kingdom building even thinks right but it because it was not his best for me in that time and he asked me to step away or to give it to him i had to surrender those things too and the thing is anything that gets in the way of my affection for the lord or him being number one he will ask me to give to him Mm -hmm. because in that dependence we talked about he knows that i will only be truly satisfied if he's in the number one slot Mm-hmm. And as soon as he's not, he's going to get those other things out of the way that are in his seat mm-hmm. um, because he's kind. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, surrender is messy. And, and and surrender doesn't mean I'm not allowed to grieve. Mm-hmm. I don't think surrender means mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to have a hard time with what he's asking me to do or to give up. Um, if you feel like God's asking you to either do something really hard that is making you surrender of things or he's not giving you something or he's quote-unquote, taken something away or he's allowed it to be taken away from you. Um, Hear me say, as someone who has experienced a lot of heartache um, on that side of surrender, um, that he is really doing it out of his sovereignty and kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, And he won't leave you waiting for forever. And he Mm -hmm. he will meet you in that. I think this world forces you into surrender and he invites you in. Um, and I think in his kindness, he always has something for you in the surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, and this world doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I love that you mentioned too, like, I think kind of what you were alluding to is like, we always think of surrender as like in this negative way of like, oh, you're giving up and kind of what you were saying too, Kathy. But I know Brooke, you and I have had conversations mm-hmm. because we are friends in yeah. the real world. In the real world. We are real At life work. friends. You're my work BFF. But yep. as the Lord has brought, 
options to us that are God honoring good options. And we've had to surrender some things that we're like, man, like this is not inherently bad or -hmm. like sinful. I've just got to give it up for some reason. And in that moment, I think as we, Mm -hmm. we had processed of like, I don't know why, like, I know I've told you multiple times, like, I don't know why the Lord's asking me to surrender this, but like, I have to be obedient. And then in God's kindness, as time has gone on, it's, been like, oh, that whole hindsight is like 2020. Like, yep. oh, this is why God didn't want me to be an <laughs> X, Y, and Z or a part <laughs> of A, B, and C because yeah. he had something so much better for me yeah. here in in a few months after that thing had happened. And so I love that yeah. you kind of brought forth too. Like, it doesn't necessarily always have to be bad. It can be good no. things too. Yep. So yep. I love that. I think practically speaking for me in my life, surrender has looked so different in different seasons. I mean, you go through the whole, like you were saying, like, where am I going to go to college? Like, what does college look like? I had a plan, you know, classic, we're not surprised, but I had a plan. I was going to go to this private Christian school out of state. And the Lord just made it very clear that like, he was not calling me there. He was calling me to go to a junior college Hmm. in the middle of nowhere for some reason. And I had to surrender that plan of like, man, I knew, I just knew this is where I was going to go. I knew this is what I was going to study. And I'm at this JUCO in the middle of nowhere with no one I know. But man, God proved to be so faithful in that season when I was at that junior college for two years. And I got some of the closest friends and just the most solid biblical community in college that I don't think I would have gotten if I would have left out of state. But I would say probably more fairly recently is in March, mid-March, I lost my father mm-hmm. and I context him in my like early 30s. And so I think I had to learn how to surrender just the future mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is what it looks like and feels like to lose a parent in yeah. their 30s and to not be able to, you know, see my dad be a grandfather or mm-hmm. see my dad like walk my, I have a younger sister down the aisle when she gets married and learning how in the crux and the crucible of like grieving mm-hmm. and grieving, losing a parent, but also learning how to surrender of like, Lord, I love my dad, but you love my dad so much more. Mm-hmm. And he's in such a better place and he's with you. And mm-hmm. I can rejoice in that. But like you were saying, Brick, like mm. there's still an element that you grieve and that's yeah. healthy and that's good. But yep. learning to surrender just my plans of the future, I think mm-hmm. was big for a season of like, wow, I thought my life and my trajectory was going to look like A, B, and C. And it's been totally different in yeah. learning that, man, in the midst of that, God is still good and He's still faithful and His His character has always been faithful. And so what has been seen before in my past and in my stories is still true now, today. Um, and so, yeah, that has kind of been what surrender has looked like for me fairly recently within the mm. last like four to five months. Thanks for sharing that and just reminding us that in the struggle of surrender, we go back and cling to God's character because it's hard in the mm-hmm. middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard at the beginning, the middle, and if there's an end, which there's not really an end to surrender, like it's hard. And that whole idea of surrendering and giving up those things, like a dying to self process is hard. Mm -hmm. And so just because it's hard doesn't mean you're not doing surrender right or not doing it well. Mm -hmm. In fact, it probably will be hard at parts. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say and ask you guys to chime in on, what would you say to someone that's listening? And as they're listening right now, several things have come to mind that they didn't surrender Hmm. like and they're thinking well i didn't surrender that and i should have or i've Hmm. messed up or i've messed up my life because i know all three of us have Mm -hmm. not always surrendered in obedience. Mm -hmm. And so if someone's been listening and is a little bit panicked or feeling overwhelmed with guilt what do we do Mm -hmm. with the situations or memories where we didn't surrender and we should have because we all have those that's a really good question sensitivity do you want to take it first? Yeah. Um, I think for me, whenever I feel like a tension point or I feel like I don't want to surrender, I'm struggling to surrender, I think that's always like a light on my like spiritual dashboard of like there's somewhere. <laughs> there's something off. <laughs> yeah, there's something off and I'm I'm not trusting the Lord with something, you know, um, that is going on. And so I think for me – in those disorienting times of like, in my context, like losing my dad, um, 
that is just a reminder for me that I am not in charge. And if I'm struggling, when I'm struggling in those seasons to surrender, I think it's asking the Lord to search me and to reveal to me like where I am struggling to like trust him in mm-hmm. those things. And that um, through his spirit and his word and like community that it would allow that he would allow me in time to surrender that into mm-hmm. in a, and I think God's kindness right is like he's mm-hmm. so tender and so gentle with his children and he's not just gonna be like I'm gonna kick you off the cliff you're gonna mm-hmm. surrender today you know but just being reminded I think like you were saying like going back to his like character of like faithful he, he's mm. so faithful he's so constant he's so kind he's so sovereign um and he can hold it yeah. He can hold it. I think if if you're listening to this and you're like, oh no, like I didn't surrender X, Y, or Z years ago, and now the implications of that are being played out. One, that doesn't mean you're not forgiven. Right. Two, um if you were if you were in Christ, you were a new creation. Um, the old has passed, the new has come. Um, his mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that if you're disqualifying yourself in certain ways because of guilt and shame, that's from the enemy, not from the Lord. Right. Um, I think, and I, I, I'm, I'm a big, big, big. This will be my answer to every. You know how, like in church, it's like Jesus is the answer. My answer to everything is community. I'm like, that's the golden answer to everything is biblical community. So if you're give a shout you know, out to Dietrich Bonhoeffer, go yeah, ahead. I love Dietrich Bonhoeffer. If you <laughs> haven't read together. Life Together, Life together. if you there haven't read Life Together, Here read it, read it. I'll send you a copy. Email me. No, um, slide in the DM. We'll meet right? up. That's yeah, find the, do if if you don't know what a DM is, just email me. And uh we'll meet up. <laughs> I'll buy the book. Anyways, uh surrender. And if you're, you know, sitting and you're listening to this and you're overwhelmed or even just sad or, or wrestling with guilt and shame because you have not surrendered things or maybe you're even walking in something right now that you know you need to and you don't really want to surrender, you're like, oh, man, I feel bad I don't want to surrender, but I don't really want to surrender and you feel kind of caught, um, that's okay. That is not a surprise to the Lord. He knows. He wants to meet you in that. He is not um, looking down on you with His arms crossed. I like I I picture him of um, looking down on you with all the affection in the world, just saying, "Hey, I just want to give you more of me." Mm-hmm. And if if you give me that, I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think I think surrender is hard. Yeah. Um, and no, too. The reason I said community is a golden answer. If there are parts of your story that you're wrestling with because you haven't surrendered something and you now know that those implications are being played out, invite community into that. If you're mm-hmm. not in community, get in community. And let me break down what that is really quickly. Community is not just friendship, in my opinion. I'm going off script. I apologize. We didn't have a script. So biblical, <laughs> biblical community means that you are doing life with at least one other believer, mm-hmm. um, hopefully multiple, but you are doing life with people that know your ish, that you can be fully honest and vulnerable with in appropriate ways, um, that there there are not secrets. There, because that guilt and shame will only grow if you keep it in the dark. And so even mm-hmm. surrender that by just sharing it with someone else. Um, and 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 know that that the Lord loves you, and um, He will not be shocked or surprised or thrown off. And also, friend, like you're not big enough or powerful enough to mess up God's plan. So even if there were things mm-hmm. that you look back and you're like, "Oh, crud! I should have given that to the Lord mm-hmm. two years ago." Give it to Him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amen. even as someone who has been walking with Jesus for a long time um, and wrestles with with that. Um, there's there's no time like the present. Like give it give it to him now. Um, don't wait because the only thing that will happen when you give something up to the Lord is it will be life giving. Mm-hmm. It it might be hard and it could even be costly, but it will be life giving. And those are actually really different things. Um, and so if you're if you're listening to this and you're really wrestling with something, um, invite community into it. Tell the Lord about it because He wants to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, he already knows and is in control and is sovereign over it, but he wants to hear from you because he loves you. Mm-hmm. And we're in a relationship with the Lord. And so relationships are marked by communication. So communicate with the Lord mm-hmm. um, and and pray for the strength to give up whatever it is you're wrestling to give up. And 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 um, do business with the Lord. Ask, let your community speak into, man, 
because I am misbelieving or disbelieving something else about the Lord, that's why I'm not giving this up. Um, when I've wrestled with giving up things in my life, it's because I had a misunderstanding of who God was. Um, just as in, you know, so um, I'm probably, um, you know, going too far down this road. But I, no, I think if you're, great. No, if you're, if you're sitting in that, I would say bring it to community, tell the Lord about it. And there's no time like today. Do it right now. Well, and I love what you were saying, too. And just rem- remind, we have to remind ourselves sometimes, like you were saying, of like, I think we make ourselves more bigger and powerful than oh, we yeah. actually are in our minds. <laughs> like, we, we we be our own hype squad sometimes, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, party of one, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me, I have to remind myself that, like, nothing in all of creation ever stands or act ind- independently of the Lord's will, you know? Mm. And the comfort in that is that God did not create and then walk away. Um, he really constantly good. sustains that which He created and that mm. He created this world. He created our lives. Um, and no matter what facet like you're living in, what season you're living in, God is sustaining that. Mm, and so even if you feel like, oh, man, I wish five years ago, 10 years ago, I would have surrendered X, Y, and Z. So thus all the things that are happening today is because of that. Like, no, like God's not surprised by it. He's with you in the midst of it. Find comfort in that. Find peace in that. Find hope in that. And and look to the Lord ultimately, but also look to His people. Like yeah. His people are so good and so kind and find your place to like plug in. And mm. I just love, I'm going to read one more quote. I love what Elizabeth Elliot says. You can never lose what you have offered to Christ. Of mm, just that comfort good. of like, Man, I'm not going to lose it. Like, mm. like God can and He should and He will hold this. And so would, I hope you, listener, would find peace in that today if you mm. are struggling with sur- being um, surrendered to the Lord or surrendering something to the Lord that, mm. man, He's sustaining it. And you can, you can surrender it to Him because you won't mm. lose anything. Mm-hmm. You won't regret it. I love that. I think we all at this table and everyone listening has areas where we haven't surrendered in the past, mm-hmm. have asked for forgiveness. God is growing us in that. And mm-hmm. hopefully, what I at least hope from this podcast is that we would all grow and surrender. Mm-hmm. You're a lot listening to three perfect people and surrender. We mm-hmm. are still growing mm-hmm. and surrendering to the Lord. And so, we just want this to be about growing and surrender and not about mm-hmm. guilt of yep. what you didn't surrender. Ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Trust the Lord and walk on with Him. Mm-hmm. I will, as we begin to think about closing up, you guys mentioned that surrender is for big things, but it's also very practical, mm-hmm. yep. everyday things of walking with the Lord, trusting and yielding to Him. Mm-hmm. And so, what does surrender look like practically, maybe even on the everyday in your life? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm super prideful, so I have to surrender my <laughs> ego all the time. Um, but t- truly, to get really tangible and practical, um, in my day-to-day, surrender looks like, oh, I don't love what that person said in that meeting, and I would love to insert my opinion, <laughs> and I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it healthy? Is it helpful? Is it honoring? Mm-hmm. Is it healthy for me to say it? Is it helpful to the other person or people? Mm-hmm. Is it honoring to the Lord? And if it's not all three of those things, I'm not going to say it. Even if I'm like, ooh, that person thinks that that thing that we're talking about is my fault, and I know it's not, and other people in this room know it's not, but that person that is sitting in the seat of power or has the biggest opinion about it doesn't know. Mm -hmm. I surrender my ego or my perception. I have to all the time. Mm -hmm. And, And I think this relates, I think this is important to say, like Kathy just said, we don't do it perfectly. We haven't done it perfectly. There are things in my past that I didn't surrender that I should have and could have and chose not to. Um, on this side of heaven, I will not arrive. You will not arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, walking with Jesus is about pursuing Him out of a love and an adoration for Him and realizing that you are dependent on Him. Mm-hmm. And so you're clinging to Him for all these things. And the process of sanctification, of becoming more like Christ, should be the result of you loving Him. And it's not behavior modification. It's not, oh, what would Jesus do? Oh, He wouldn't do that, so I won't. Like, if all you're doing is slapping yourself on the wrist, you're missing the point. There's so much more life and love and grace in God's way of doing it. And so I would say, if you're if you're wrestling with surrender, think of it this way. Are you more willing to surrender than you used to be? Are you more quick to surrender than you used to be? Are you more sensitive to things you're not surrendering than you used to be? 
those are marks of growth and sanctification. So be encouraged by that too. And I think really tangibly and practically, I think I, even back to the example of um, being far from my family, I, in my day-to-day, I have to surrender. I have to be really intentional to keep up with them. And that Mm -hmm. takes more effort and energy and thoughtfulness. So I have to surrender my time and energy that I maybe would want or think I should be spending on other things to invest in my family in ways that I wouldn't have to and could almost take for granted if I had physical proximity to them. Um, I have to surrender getting to be in the loop on all the little things. And I have to surrender my pride in that of, and my selfishness of, oh, I want to be in the loop and I want to know about that. And um, a way I see it play out a lot in my day-to-day, personally and professionally, is I think I think a lot of times if we're being really honest about surrender and even back to community, because remember, that's the golden answer. Um, I watch this happen all the time. You know, it's like, hey, let's multiply. Let's invite others in. Let's be inclusive and intentional and inviting. And people will do that to a point. And they're like, oh, I'm afraid that if I keep doing that, eventually I'm going to lose my seat at the Mm -hmm. table. And that's something I have to surrender all the time of I've got to surrender my own schedule, my own agenda, my own honestly flexibility um i and i don't do it perfectly and and there's i i think everything is on a spectrum right and there's a healthy middle ground and jesus did everything on the healthy middle ground and in your sin and in your gift mix you can kind of go all over that spectrum one way or the other and i think i in my pride and and self-reliance err in some ways that on paper look good but are just as sinful but really practically surrender for me sometimes looks like i don't have to tell that person yes or oh, I need to tell that person no, or this person is going to get my yes right now. And it's going to be hard and messy. It's going to take a ton of time and energy. And now because I'm saying yes to this, I have to say no to these four things. But that's surrender too, like being willing to give up your agenda and your flexibility and you being number one on the call sheet of your life, like Mm -hmm. Jesus, others, and then you. Mm -hmm. And if you're living that way, that's going to take plenty of surrender day to day Mm -hmm. in the little things. Me in this season, it's been very interesting. I've been struggling a lot with people pleasing. That's mm. very new. It's a very new thing for me. Um, I am like hyper unhealthily aware of like people's perception of me. Um, and that's work. That's friendships. That is my family. That is my husband. And so I've had to learn in this season to surrender people pleasing and feeling like I have to do all things and be all things and be this perfect shiny example and if I say no or if I'm late or if I'm just a human being then like somebody will think fill in the blank and so I've had to learn to just surrender and be like and think through am I being faithful to what God is calling me to do now in this moment in this season um during this meeting like you were saying Brooke am I being faithful to what God is calling me to do as a wife as a friend um as a daughter I that has been very very hard for me because I think in the back of my mind there's always this little like voice that's like oh well what if you don't do this and somebody thinks x y and z Mm, then are you sure that's the right answer are you sure that's the right thing to do and so surrender definitely for me looks like just yielding that thought process to the Mm. lord of like man god i just all i want to care about is an audience of one and what you think of me and what you have to say of me first and only thanks for that honesty Mm -hmm. as we get ready to close in prayer, I want to ask each of you if you have a final thought, a final encouragement, maybe something that's been rolling around in your head that you haven't said yet. What is your final word? Sounds way too strong. And <laughs> no, no. I don't mean it no quite that pressure. dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it home. I don't mean it like that. I just I've mean... already used my best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about life together again. It'll be fine. <laughs> Give us a <laughs> final encouragement. I think um, the Lord's never going to ask you to give something give something up that outweighs what He gave up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he went first, and so our surrender gets to be a response. Um, he initiated surrender. It's mm-hmm. part of His character. Um, so, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that if you're struggling to surrender 
um, whether that be holistically, just the concept of surrender, or there's mm. a particular place in your life where you're struggling to surrender, you're not alone. Mm. Um, I hope, my prayer, my hope is that you leave this podcast and listening to this podcast encouraged and not feeling like, oh, where there, well, there's another thing that I'm feeling at as mm. a believer or as a sister in Christ. Um, but my prayer, my hope is that j- surrender brings you to a place of joy and to a place mm of deeper trust and intimacy with the Lord because the thing about sin is that it can affect your intimacy with the Lord, but it doesn't affect you being a son or daughter of him. Mm -hmm. And so I want, and I desire for my sisters in Christ to walk intimately, more intimately with the Lord in this next season than they ever have before. So I hope you leave encouraged. I love that. I think the thing that came to my mind is just take, the step of surrender for today. Mm. I think specifically about seasons in my life that have been really hard, either with health or maybe you're in a season where you're surrendering and trusting something very significant to the Lord and it's really hard and really painful and really confusing right now. I would say trust Him for the next five minutes Mm. and then trust Him for the next five minutes. Mm. And if it's a hard season, know that God, the same God that we depend on, that is gripping us, that is in control regardless of what season we're in, is present with you and is worth depending on and is wanting us to surrender because he loves us. And I am grateful that Shemire came up with this idea of talking about surrender and Brooke brought her wisdom and joy to it. And I love you both dearly. And I'm going to close this in prayer. Awesome. Lord, thank you for caring enough to ask us to surrender. The fact that you are a God that wants to be personally involved in and in control of and doing good in my life and Brooke's life and Shamara's life and in the life of people listening is an amazing gift that you are that God. Yet we acknowledge that it is hard. So we say we surrender and we want to surrender even those areas that we may not be surrendered in yet. Give us grace and hope and joy as we do so. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more episodes, be sure to follow Encouraged and Equipped.